Hello, my friends and neighbors. It is time once again for the Pop Culture Workshop. I'm Kevin Hart. I'm Mike Wimacher. I like that, friends and neighbors. I, I see you over there changing into a different yes. sweater and, and changing your shoes. It is kind of like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, My right? friends and neighbors. <laughs> so much to get to this oh, week God, on the Pop yeah. Culture Workshop. Uh, it is the unofficial, or actually official anymore, right? Kickoff of summer. It's Memorial Day weekend. And you have a plethora of choices, whether it be in the so much. theater, whether it be streaming, and we got so much new material. So let's dive right in, Kev. The one I'm going to lead with, you know me, I'm a Marvel nerd, and so we get the new Thor Love and Thunder trailer. We finally get a look at Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. Uh, we get to see Russell Crowe as Zeus in a very funny scene there yeah. where you get, uh, for the ladies, they get to eventually, they don't get to see it in the trailer because it was blurred. They blurred it, but But they, in, the, uh, in the theater, I'm assuming you'll see naked Thorbutt. see a little bit so, of So naked Thorbutt for the ladies. But yeah. how great is it to be able to see Christian Bale in the MCU? Yeah, that's awesome. That's like. It's so surreal because he's, of course, for many people, the definitive Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's my definitive Batman, but, <laughs> I mean, those Dark Knight movies are amazing. So. Yeah, yeah, and to see him bring a villain to life. Uh, the other thing that I loved about that trailer, we got to see more of Natalie Portman as Jane Foster as Mighty Thor. Yeah. The thing I love most about that trailer, and if you have not seen it yet, uh, I highly recommend you check it out. There is a point in there where they kind of flip the script on a breakup, right? Because usually it's portrayed in Hollywood of the guy kind of blows it off and is just, he's not the one like lamenting how long they've been apart. In this trailer, there's a line where Jane's like, oh, what's it been, like three or four years? And Thor responds more like eight years, seven months, uh, six days, to be exact. Like, so that was kind of cool to see the, the the script kind of flip that way and how the romantic element of the love and thunder is going to play in this movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool to see. I'm glad Natalie Portman's getting her uh, her due in this one because that second movie was uh, Oof, that's pretty even, bad. And even that for was... a Marvel fan like myself, that's that's a tough one to get to. Universally, it's... the lowest of the low. Yeah, I also had a pretty bad uh, a pretty bad date. <laughs> When oh, I saw that movie. okay. So I never liked it anyway. So when people <laughs> said it was the worst, I'm like, okay, so it wasn't just that. It also was that, but it was not just that. But, and and I, yeah. I, So just when I thought July 8th couldn't get here quick enough, just Taika Waititi is doing such a fantastic job between Ragnarok. Like, just look at the Thor franchise, right? You yeah. mentioned it started off okay. Second mm-hmm. one, we were like, yeah. right? Like, universally, for most Marvel fans and just cinema fans in general, universally one of the lowest rated Marvel movies. And then all of a sudden, Taka comes in, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok sort of kickstarts it again. Yeah, and and now you're getting this fourth Thor movie where he's just, he's trying to find companionship. He's trying to find love, and he's trying to find himself. So I am really excited for July 8th. Can't get here quick enough. We also saw a trailer for the new Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, the next Mission Impossible so big, it's got to be two movies. I know mm-hmm. how you feel about that. <laughs> but something, well, and I'm not, I'm not a huge Mission Impossible guy, right? I, I saw the first couple in theaters, but I haven't really kept up. I've seen the first two, I think. That's it. But I will say this. When that trailer dropped, someone pointed out that Tom Cruise is going to be 60 years old. And to think about that, just the fact that I don't know what he is taking. I don't. I, I had a chance to talk to Eric Davis uh, from Fandango. You'll be able to hear that full yeah. interview, of course. Uh, we listened to Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment Saturdays at Saturday 8 a.m. at eight yeah. on WMAY, and he talked about his set visits to Marvel films 
Robert Downey Jr. had a briefcase of vitamins that he would take. Yeah. Right? And so Eric Davis was like, I don't know if Tom Cruise has that briefcase, but there's got to be something. To, to have that authenticity, he's so into the craft, and those those are real stunts. It's not green screen. Oh, he's always he's so like he's yeah. like Jackie Chan. He does yeah. all his stunts himself. Yeah. So that is going to be interesting. That comes out next next summer, and then also we got a trailer this week for a movie coming out on Netflix, July twenty second. But it will have a limited run in in theaters on July fifteenth. The Russo brothers, who brought yeah. us you know Avengers: Infinity War, Endgame. They re-team with yet another uh, Avenger, Chris Evans, yeah. and Ryan Gosling for this movie called The Gray Man. Uh, it's getting kind of born identity vibes to it. Uh, Chris Evans, Captain America, is playing the villain with a terrible mustache. Oh, uh, and it looks international intrigue. Anna de Armas is in it as well. Billy Bob Thornton. Great cast. And it just looks insane. It yeah. looks absolutely insane. Like, that comes out July 22nd heard seen anything about that really so i'll have to check it out yeah but. definitely check out that trailer which yeah. brings us to actual movies you can see in theaters this weekend and we'll start with tom cruise <laughs> danger zone man top gun maverick comes out in theaters so many people have been gushing about this movie eric I davis already i i already yeah. named dropped eric davis but he says he thinks it's going to be the movie of the summer the first one it's going to be the movie of the summer and interesting, he said, you do not have to have seen the original Top Gun to enjoy this one. It's yeah. a it's a nice change of pace in that, you know, we get inundated with these superhero movies, right? Or these intrigue movies where it's like so hard to follow the plot. He says, not here. Th- this is just a, they have a crazy mission. It's got to get done. There you go. Action. And we're off and rolling. That's what people want when they see the Tom uh, of Tom Cruise, but also a sequel to Top Gun, because Top Gun was very well. Well, there were a lot of things with Top Gun. You have, of course, the volleyball scene. Uh, you have uh, you have uh, Principal Strickland from Back to the Future. Yeah, and you know he's like, ah, you need to be on this mission, and it's uh, there's a lot of tropes in it, but it's a fun movie, and it's there's a reason why it was you know the most popular movies of. 86, I guess. Yeah, it's a quintessential um, popcorn movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you just want to go and turn your mind off and just be blown away by visuals and stunts, it's the way to go. Yeah. And they do they do, do a, a good job of tying it back to the original. Um, obviously, Miles Teller plays Goose's sons. If you know the backstory of that, there's going to be mm-hmm. some emotional half yeah. there. And I'm hearing a lot about Val Kilmer in this movie. Oh, that's good. Now, I assumed it may just be a cameo from Val Kilmer, but from what I gather from talking to Eric Davis, he plays a pretty integral part in this movie. It's not just a throwaway, hey, remember him as Iceman. Yeah. He does a really good job of getting the Maverick character where the Maverick character needs to be in a headspace he needs to be. So it's kind of a juicy role for Kilmer, not a lot of screen time, but just to see Val Kilmer with all we know what he has gone through over the past how many years – to be in a movie of this magnitude and to have kind of that gravitas in a role, that's something that really intrigues me and I really like to see it out of this movie. Yeah, because there was a movie he did um, a couple years ago. It was a Scorsese movie, I think. It was The, the Snowman, which mm. was a pretty universally panned movie. But they like dubbed over his voice in it, and it's pretty terrible. Oh. So I don't know what they're going to do here. Maybe, I, and I don't know what, with the plot, what he's doing, so I don't, I don't have any speculation there, but like, it's we'll see. see. Yeah, it's yeah. good to see him. So, and counter programming to that, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. The that movie. They, they had a movie that comes out this weekend. So, 
an interesting thing you may want to do on Memorial Day weekend. You may be grilling out anyway. Get some Bob's Burgers recipes and go see Bob's Burgers. Then come home and have yourself a, a barbecue. I don't know if I'm going to sway you if you're not already a Bob Burgers fan. Uh, there's also a short that goes along with it with a song about butt or it betcha butt or itcha butt <laughs> or something like that. The people involved in Bob's Burgers are talented people. Oh, my God, yeah. And funny people. So with all that has been going on, if you just want to escape and laugh. You just want some fun. Because Bob's Burgers is funny. And it is um, it is one of those shows where um, if you haven't been following it for a while um, or at all, you can still have fun watching it. It's it's um it, it's a good story, but it's it's very silly. And there's yes. all we there's all sorts of memes and stuff that come out of it. And you know, it sounds similar to me, uh, like when they did the Simpsons movie, where it's mm-hmm. it's probably going to be what like a ninety minute episode of Bob's Burgers, basically. Yeah, I mean that that that's from what I'm reading. I mean, it's not going to be breaking any ground or anything like that. It doesn't but have it, to. But it gives them more time. It gives them a different way to to bring a story to you. I thought, you know, you bring up the Simpsons movie, that's a great comp, I think, in the fact that the Simpsons movie had an entirely different story, and they had in-jokes and everything else, and it became kind of this event. Don't know if Bob's Burgers has that kind of kind of heft to it uh, right. that the Simpsons have, but obviously they're, it's fans, and, and I enjoy the fact that they're they're getting, you know, they're taking a chance and they're getting to be up on the big screen. Yeah, you know, these... You're used to watching it at home, and now you can see it maybe you know, on this bigger screen to enjoy. And a lot of these uh, animated shows and TV shows, but generally animated shows, you know, I, I'm, I can't think of a lot of, like, really big animated shows getting movies, you know, recently. I mean, the big ones I can think of are the Simpsons movie and the South Park movie from, like, yeah, 1998 or yeah. whatever. Um, so, you know, it's cool that they're doing that because, you know, usually it'll be, like, a TV movie and the SpongeBob movies, of course. Yeah, SpongeBob, the cartoons. So, yeah. so that's that's in theaters. Some people may not be going to theaters this weekend. Yeah. They're going to be holed up because we have a couple of different shows coming to streaming this weekend. Uh, we'll start with the one that only gives you the first two episodes. Okay. Uh, the Obi Wan show. Obi Wan for Star Wars nerds like myself. Andy. Very excited about this. Yes. The the clip and I'm I'm interested to get your take on this, Kevin. Because the the clip that they've given us, right, over and over, is the Uncle Owen going full savage mode on on poor Ben Kenobi, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I'm interested to see how much interplay we get between those two characters, right? Because it, Uncle Owen knows, hey, Ben's here, Ben's there, yeah. and Ben's supposed to be watching it, but Uncle Owen's like, you you done effed up a Ron yeah. already, and and to see how Ben is dealing with it because this takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and by the time you get to the original movie, Episode Four, A New Hope, um, when Obi Wan or you know Ben Kenobi or whoever is even mentioned by Luke, Uncle Owen is very quick to be like, "Oh, that wizard's a crazy old man," and he's mm. like, "You stay away from him." So. I'm sure there's some sort of something's going to happen with that. They're going to I think they're going to color in that story, yeah. right? And, and, and there's going to be a reckoning there. And so you're going to see, you know, we know how it ends, right? We know eventually Luke Skywalker lives. Yeah. We know eventually there's the confrontation with, with Vader in, in a new hope. But the but the how they color in that area between is what's intriguing to me, right? You, I imagine you're going to see a broken individual still dealing with the fact that, you know, he knows he's supposed to train and watch this 
this young Luke Skywalker. But the crisis of confidence of, I didn't do a real good job with the last guy I trained. I was going to say, he's still probably dealing with his own emotions of, yeah, uh, you know, thing, you know, and, and, you know, they're, you know, you know, Anakin was, even though we didn't see, you know, a lot of it between episode one and two, and you do with some of the TV shows, I mean, they were best friends, they were Mm -hmm. brothers, and they did all these missions together, and they had their ups and downs, and, you know, I, I know Star Wars movies have been out and where there's a lot of points for already spoiling, but what happens at the end of three when he becomes Darth Vader is absolutely tragic. And it's, you know, yeah. as as much problems as people have with the prequels, that last like 20 something minutes of that movie oh, is amazing yeah. and the heartbreaking when that scene happens. Uh, I'm right there with you. And it'll be interesting to see how much we get. And we talked about this, I think, in the last pop culture workshop, how much we get of the internal struggle with Vader. Yeah, right. Of, of coming to grips with what's going on there, they bring him back. Hayden, Hayden Christensen, they're obviously bringing back that for a reason. He's not the voice of Vader, but he went to, uh, I guess, a Vader movement school to, to to kind of be in the costume. So we hear an internal dialogue of Hayden Christensen's actual Anakin in some scenes. That'll be interesting to watch. The Inquisitor. So you only get two episodes of that, and then you have to wait. I think they come out every Friday after that. So okay. we'll, we'll see how that all shakes out. But definitely looking forward to that. And then we have Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1, right? It's being released in two parts. You get Part 1 of the first season. I think it's seven episodes are coming out this Memorial Day weekend. And I want to say it's like five or six or whatever would come out July 4th. The big – the early buzz is best season since season one. Oh, right? good. But to you, and this is I, I'm going to defer to you on this, okay. right? Because we know how much you detest longer lengths of time having to watch something. Well, each each one of these episodes are over an hour long, right? So yeah. you're looking at basically a mini movie marathon, and apparently, so the first, so we have seven, right? In this particular instance, from what I'm hearing. The first four are all over an hour. Uh, five and six are an hour and a half. And then seven is over two hours. Well, here's the difference. Uh, it's a streaming show, and you can pause it whenever you want. Okay. So if you really like it, you want to power through all of them in a weekend, you know, more power to you. I don't know. Can You're you not get s- through that in a weekend, though? I mean, you can. If, but you have look no- at- if you have nothing to do, you could. I mean, I can't, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like for some people, you know, I, I talked about Eric Davis. He, his his daughter's a big Stranger Things fan, and she's like, "I'm watching them all." And he's like, "Well, I'll see you next. Uh, I'll see you in the middle of next week." Yeah, because there's there's just no way with with that kind of length. Yeah. I I like the fact that they're letting him breathe, and apparently they spent like seventy million an episode uh, on this on I this would particular. Seeing that trailer, I mean, they really have come a long way with the budget because the first season, as we've said, they were like, "Who cares about this '80s nostalgia monster thing? Whatever, you know what? Go ahead, you know, here's like three bucks, go do yeah. it." And they made an amazing episode, or an amazing season, rather. So I guess we're really, they're they're really and, they have more confidence in it. And from what I understand, it's going more away from nostalgia, which is understandable because these kids are grown up. Some of them are turning 20 uh, to more of a, a more of a horror vibe yeah. uh, in this particular season. I'm here for it. Uh, I'm excited about it. I, it's going to take me a little while to get through the season, so please don't spoil it for me yeah. because of the length of it. But I'm interested to see how the interplay of, you know, this is the first time we've seen everyone disconnected, right? Everyone's always been in Hawkins, so now you have – 
some people in Hawkins, some in California. You have um, Hopper over in Russia in some weird Russian prison. And they bring back kind of flashbacks with Matthew Modine uh, as the as daddy or whatever father mm-hmm. uh, when Eleven first got her power. So how, how all that comes together in the Creole house, I'm excited to dive into it. But knowing I'm going to have to invest that much into it, uh, I'm going to have to move it a little slowly. I may, who knows? It may end up, even though every week is a new episode of Obi Wan, I may end up finishing that one before I end up finishing Seriously. Stranger Things I mean, with the with the length of the episodes. Yeah, but depending on how entertaining they are, I'm sure a lot of people will want more. And you, you know, Netflix will. Uh, there'll be a lot of Netflix. Are you still watching? things pop up over this yeah. weekend is if, what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, and with the longer episodes, um, I don't want to already start complaining, uh, <laughs> but I mean, if they're longer, I mean, they're going to have more time to develop characters and mm-hmm. scenes and scenarios, which is a good thing, but it also means it could drag a little bit if yeah. they're that long. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of exposition, I think, um, but hopefully it's entertaining exposition because, you, you know, they're... We all know about the Upside Down. We we know how, you know, the Mind Flayer and everything, the Demogorgon. So it, it, it is increasingly getting more and more dire as far as the, the you know, the enemies go, right? Right. If they and do... Now you have Vecna yeah. is going to be in. So we're going to get the background of Vecna. So there's going to be some exposition there. So if they can do it in an entertaining way, but you're right. Inevitably, there's going to be some fluff there. I mean, some fluff will be some clip shows of, uh, you know, flashbacks. Maybe they'll do an episode. I, I mean, all I all I want though is more Steve and Dustin. More Steve. Okay, yeah. You know, as long as I got Steve at Scoops Ahoy and Steve doing Steve stuff, I'll be happy with that season. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's streaming, and you're not watching it in the movie theater or hell even on network television. So. If you want to take three bathroom breaks during one episode, you can do that. Yeah, if you want to get a snack, because Lord knows you're going to need, you're gonna need plenty some of those. snacks. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of 80s snacks yes. that will get well, you hungry for. Domino's is already kicking it old school. I don't know if you've seen the tie in there. They're bringing yeah. back the old school pizza boxes and doing kind of like a Stranger Things, which is a great tie in. That's uh, great. And marketing. I love that. So I, I'm hoping the Noid shows up in the this season of, of Stranger Things. Oh, so. my goodness. Yeah. Kev, always fun. Uh, yes. Another edition of Pop Culture Workshop. Before I get out of here, though, do want to give big props to the Front Row Podcast Network. Love and, the Front and, Row. And specifically the Beyond the Mouse Podcast. Doing great stuff here locally. Uh, if you've not checked out their, any of their stuff, I highly recommend you do so. Beyond the Mouse is a Disney fan. I love it. But they actually invited me uh, to join them uh, earlier this week. Don't know when it's going to be released, but um, for a little thing they call Full Disclosure. And we discussed uh, at length... The Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie on Disney Plus, which I am so excited to say, I still haven't seen it yet, but oh, I really want to. It is so much better than I had any expectations for. It looked, and, yeah. and we do a deep dive into it on that episode. Uh, it was myself, Craig McFarland, Vanessa Ferguson. Uh, so big thank you to them for having me on. Definitely check that out, and also check out Chippendales Rescue Rangers. There's so many Easter eggs. I don't want to get in. We'll, we'll discuss when you actually see it. Yeah. I know you're very busy, but so many Easter eggs and just so. Such irreverent humor, so many different animation styles all mixed into one. Fantastic voice acting. If you're one of those people like me who are like, eh, Rescue Rangers reboot movie, not for me. No, you need to check it out. It's definitely much like Bob's Burgers. It's going to be you know an hour and a half that's light. It's pretty straightforward, and it's got humor on all different levels that everybody will enjoy. Right, very good. I've heard it described as this generation's Roger Rabbit. Yes, and and Roger Rabbit makes an appearance. Oh, fun! That's so, awesome. Yeah, so a big thank you to uh, the Front Row Podcast Network 
and uh, Beyond the yes, Mouth podcast. Go check them out. They yes. do great things. Uh, Craig's great. I've known Craig since um, uh, the first Muni show I did 10 oh, wow. years ago. Oh, That's where I go. met Craig. Um, and I've known Vanessa for a while, too, and several of the people that yeah. do the podcast there. So um, very thankful for them for bringing you on to do that. Yeah, and they allowed me to plug this particular yes. show as well. So, you know, synergy. That's synergy. what it's all about. It's synergy. synergy. So yes. uh, appreciate that. And, Kev, appreciate you. Uh, this pop culture workshop, always a lot of fun. And uh, can't wait to do it again next week. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. <laughs>